This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. So did you see how stupid Kim and Kanye West kid's name is? Oh I hope my. that, Brandon, is that going to get an anti-shout-out? No, however, I just thought this was fucking hilarious. Rebby Sky tweeted. She goes, inspired by Kim and Kanye's Northwest, Matt Hardy and I have decided to name our firstborn Party. Party <laughs> Hardy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're, I like to... They're funny. Dude, Lord Voldemort tweeted out something. He goes, I'm glad Kanye West kid, uh, they named their kid uh, Northwest because then he won't be in one direction. <laughs> All right, let's start this podcast off in 15 seconds. Yeah. Like Northwest. Who the fuck are you? North is a guy's name, first of all. Is it a dude? Yeah, it's a it's a chick, isn't it? It's a girl, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, it was guy. Five. Or right, we could just start the show off with this banter. No. Oh, uh, you already retweeted it. <laughs> Yeah, because that shit was funny. Wait, she's pregnant? Oh, no. No. That's her teeth. What? No, there's an x-ray of teeth in here. I thought it was something else. A C-sound or whatever it's called? Ultrasound, maybe? Yeah. A C-sound? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there something with this? Yeah, a sound. A use, an ultrasound? An ultrasound, yes. A C-sound? No, no, Chris, it's a C-sound, obviously. I know. It's the sound of their stomach. What's scariest last time we did something like this? Brand was correct with whatever bullshit he was saying. Dude, I was at, no. With what? I forgot. Something anatomy wise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with the mastectomy, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> a mastectomy. Yeah. Regardless, you are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk <laughs> by pro wrestling fans. I thought to start the show off with something different because I hate just coming in and just going, oh, hey, welcome to MarkingOut.com. Well, I can tell you one thing is we did some, you know, maybe, maybe we're big into feng shui here in the, uh, the Sweeney household, but we've uh, changed the room around a little bit. There is the Marking Out Studios is no longer, and we have updated to the Marking Out Command Center. By that, I pretty much just moved my computer into the living room. So now there's the computer, uh, the PlayStation, the 50-inch TV, uh, my entire DVD collection, all in one place. The fridge is actually, I can walk to the fridge. And- yeah, I was going to say, don't forget about the kitchen. That's pretty important. Yeah, I, I, think- I, also, I also forgot about the bottle of uh, Luberder next to my that goes to, That goes next to the bed, brother. So yeah, now we are... Uh, Posting the show from the Marking Out Command Center, an upgrade as you will anyway. But yeah, you are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, you can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio where make sure you rate and subscribe. And I'm going to start doing this in the beginning of the show by shouting out people who go on MarkingOut.com and say something about last week's episode, which was uh, definitely an underrated episode. No, actually, it was pretty good. It was actually no, yeah. It was, it's in the it was in the average. So anyway, Daniel is is Brandon Mutley in comma wacky races under a mask because it sounds like it sounds. That's what it sounds like when he laughs. It definitely is. I'm convinced that Brandon, are you under a mask? <laughs> I am under a mask. I'm definitely not Mutley though. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I wear a hood. There we go. <laughs> those that don't know, Mutley's from Wacky uh, Races. It yeah. was red in the question, Dick. It was. Yeah. We, we oh, pay my attention. Babe. But yeah, so 
Daniel, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for commenting. If you want us to, if you have a question or anything like that, put it on the page and we'll read it in the beginning of the show. Because I think that's how we're going to start the show off now. Read all everybody who commented. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? And then we'll make a we'll make a bumper for that. Da, 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 fan comments. I found out. <laughs> I found out by the way that Phil Hatio is a real person. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, he, they, they, tweaked, he actually they emailed Brandon. Yeah, they said. Uh, they were like, thank you so much for reading my comment on the on last week's show. And I was like, well, who knew you were – I was like, my bad for the fellatio jokes. My god. All righty. Anyway, uh, what is – oh, yeah. Um, at Mark and Ad is where you can find us on Twitter, facebook.com slash Mark and Ad as well. You can email us any inquiries, song submissions to Mark and Ad 1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Um, also, as you can already know, I'm sitting here with no Twitter. Dave, Dave, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Nice. nice. I'm so psyched for the show today. You it's funny. I, every week I kind of look – it's kind of crazy, but I actually look forward to recording with you guys. Now, so, why is that unfortunate or kind of crazy? Nah, because I get tired of you, especially you, Mutley. I get tired of you. <laughs> no, I, I I look forward to this now. I feel like I don't know. I feel like now that we're not in the the Marconets, well, I'm not in the Marconets studios at least. There's all this open room. I feel like I don't know. I feel like the if Beaker's talking in the background to himself in his little hut thing, it's great. You know, hopefully he won't scream like he did when we used to record it back in my old house. And we're also sitting here with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at bttg161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome as always. All right, good to hear. Good to hear. Well, we got you to- sound like a schmuck. You know what it is also too, because I have skylights in my living room, so it's like it's more open. <laughs> the sun, all sunlight. I'm feeling good. I may so have. You got the positive vibes going. So is that why I sound like a schmuck? Because you have a sunlight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I may have to go in the middle of the show and grab a beer out of the fridge. You know? By the way, Uh-oh. for those for those of you who want to learn Yiddish, schmuck, I believe is asshole, right? It's five I- o'clock somewhere. Is schmuck asshole, David? I don't know. Could be. I think it is. Anyway, I, I thought it was Pecker. Hey, it could be a penis. It could be an asshole. I don't know. No, we're gonna we're gonna shoot a video. It's gonna be you with a mask on, with a yarmulke on, and like that. What's that thing they put over your shoulders during your bar mitzvah? Talis. Yes, the talis with the big, uh, you know, sitting there. Just yeah, I don't. We, I don't we think... could always the the background could be a sunny action figure. <laughs> find that yeah no, and then we'll get like we'll get like larry legend to do the voiceovers like promoting the product and then brandon will just say random yiddish words <laughs> oh schmuck is a penis oh. what's an asshole then um speaking to one right now oh bam roasted you right now chris oh. Bam oh. Oh. anyway all right let's get into the sports entertainment talk and let's start off with payback from the sunday chicago Loud, obnoxious crowd. That's all I got to say. And I'm happy Love about that. Crowd. Obnoxious? I don't want to say obnoxious, but. You said it. I know, but it, maybe it was the wrong word. And for that, I apologize to all my Chicagoans out there. The Cubs lost last night. I'm pretty bummed about it. But it's okay. Yeah, Chris is actually a Cubs fan as well as a yeah. Yankees fan. I'm a diehard so. Yankees fan as well as a Cubs fan. And whenever WGN plays Cub games, I, I would rather watch that in Yankee game because they're so terrible right now. <laughs> um, anyway. Yankees are terrible? Yeah. They're because fucking- they lost to the Mets, or yeah, okay, Brad. See, why do people do that? I do not. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. No, they- because he yelled at me before on the other oh. episode. He said, "If you even mention the Mets, I'm gonna be oh, a- fired. I'm gonna be the big green machine." Yeah, brother. Um, 
anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, prediction wise, we tied. All of us tied, and for uh, certain reasons in itself. Uh, we'll start off with the YouTube pre-show. We all predicted uh, Seamus to defeat Sam, Dam, Sammy, and Dan Dow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Super Seamus strikes again. That's, I mean, I would have rather seen Damien Sandow go over so they can start building him up a little bit more as a singles competitor rather to be paired with Cody Rhodes. I agree. I, I think that, yes, it's great to see them as a pair, but I think that they have so much potential. But then on the other time, you, you do have to bide your time. So I know, but they brought in, they brought in Damien Sandow so hot. You know, with all those vignettes and then have him coming in the ring and stuff like that, and then could just died out. Like, if they put him into a legitimate intercontinental push right after that. He gets such a huge pop, too. I know. He's great. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with them doing tag team, though. No, not necessarily. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with I, it. I, I'm fine with it as well. I would just like him to be pushed in more of a singles-like uh, career to that. Uh, we start off payback. I, th- I like the, uh, the opening video, making that uh, 1930s uh, montage to uh, the mobsters and everything like that. I thought that was cool. But he yeah, started off with uh, the Intercontinental Triple Threat match in which we all predicted Curtis Axel gets uh, the W and is your new Intercontinental Champion. Um, the end of the match was awesome. Yeah, I was a big fan of that end where, uh, what was it, the Miz had Barrett in a... Wait. Figure four. Yeah, Miz had Barrett in the figure four and then um, Curtis Axel just picked up the, stole the victory. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I liked that a lot. I enjoyed it. I don't understand though. How, like, how did Miz not see Axel get the cover? Well, he was, he was down. I mean, when you're doing the figure four, I mean, because like you're not really. You're doing the figure four wrong. Like, I I don't understand. Well, I mean, look who you're talking to. I mean, the Miz isn't really talking to you, David. Somebody had a tweet the other day and it's just like, the Miz is that old guy that just goes to college parties and hangs out. And that's <laughs> what he is right now in the WWE. He's the older guy that's going into these like new with these younger, newer feuds and stuff like that. But congratulations but Miz's personality aside, uh, congratulations to Curtis Axel. And I kinda got I'm not gonna lie, guys, I got a little bit choked up at the end. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that they were doing it on fa- like he were giving an yeah. intercontinental title on Father's Day. I was like trying to explain it to Rachel. She's like why is this so special? I'm yeah. like, because... They, they, even, they even made mention of it before uh, the match. They were saying how it's Father's Day, so uh, in honor of that, he's going to and try the victory. And then it made more sense to me when they were just like, oh, yeah, Fandango, I'll take it out. I'm like, that's why they're doing this. It's They're just trying to milk the fucking everybody. I'm sorry I'm cursing so much. They're trying to milk the fact that it's Father's Day. And, trying nah, to- it, and it, it worked out very well because the fans were... So behind it, yeah. I like grew up over Curtis Axel, and whether it be Curtis Axel, uh, Curtis Axel, or Mister Perfect, wise, it just went over. So I think it was very well scripted. Yeah, I like the I like the picture that was on WWE.com with both of them holding the Intercontinental Championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Totes. Um, the Shields retains all of their titles with uh, Kane. Losing to Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins beating uh, RK No, as they were called. Well, that's what people like kind of dubbed them. But, but good matches. Yeah, good matches. Oh. Everybody, the, the whole card payback, man. You could definitely say that it was. It can be in the running for match uh, event of the year. Yeah, no, there was not really a dull moment. No, no, I, uh, I agree with that on you on that. Uh, we have a new Divas champion, which I was the only person to predict. Eight uh, in AJ. Another hard-fought match between these chicks, man. Yeah, uh, I've, 
I don't know if it's just me noticing this, but all the knockouts and the divas, they've really been stepping up their game and bringing a lot of attention to women's, uh, women wrestling. Who are you, Brooke Hogan? She just said the same exact thing on Impact last night. No, because people actually listen to what I'm saying right now. Oh. Uh, I, just, I just think I like the outcome of the match. I just feel like it should have happened at Money in the Bank. Um, you know what? You could always do the rematch there. So I'm but a- I don't need a rematch. I need it. I need it. Because the, the, the championship was never defended, really. It hasn't been defended in a long time, so it's like, yeah, why is this like all of a sudden? second title defense. So it's like she could have at least waited a pay-per-view. Eh, I'm good by it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with it, too. I mean, I AJ, mean, I feel, AJ's a solid champion. I feel like after, like, Caitlyn hit that spear and then picked her up and, like, blew her a kiss, I feel like that's when the match started, like, kind of, like, slowing down where they could have, like, maybe just in, like, a, a quick, uh, you know, roll up and get the one, two, three for her to get the win. But I'm glad that she got it with the, uh, you know, like, at the 18th Black uh, Widow submission hold. That is a cool submission hold. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that she had to tap out on her butt. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, Cont- continuing on. Yeah, this- I'm I'm just looking at it now. This is kind of it looks like every time that Yeah, every time Caitlyn really defended her title, she only defended very minimal, but usually it's defended on a house show. And then on the actual television shows it's it's she hasn't it's, been on T V. It's been Yeah, both but it's usually like a tag team or something. Yeah, the only she's other, been backstage with this this whole my secret yeah, admirer thing. The only time that she actually defended it was on NXT against Natalia, and then every one, every other one was pretty much house show besides uh, facing AJ. Oh, um, which is which brings me to the point as to why it should have been, on um, like somehow well, AJ could have gotten another shot at the title. And well, don't don't forget the fact that Caitlyn, if I'm not mistaken, won uh, through an accident, correct, with winning the that battle royal. Oh, no. yeah. The, I don't, no, I, I don't know. Eve was supposed to win and Caitlyn won by accident. But, I, I mean, they still could have made her lose that match. Yeah. Um, but see, but you talked about secret admirers. Did any of you guys see the fact that Luke Hudson and one of the WWE referees are really having like a back-and-forth conversation about how Luke Hudson can get a date with Caitlyn? No. <laughs> oh, dude. dude I'm is, it, is it John Cone by any chance? He does shit like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> I have oh my god, he looks so amazingly creeptastic. I know. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? Who? Oh, Ooh. and then also the fact that on Monday Night Raw too, Kevin Steen had a tweet that said like, "Man, he's like, oh, Caitlyn's looking pretty bad these days, but you know, she'll always have she'll always have Celeste Bonin fan." And then like people started talking to him, and then he goes, "Kevin Steen, why are you making people make fun of me?" <laughs> All right. I want to date Caitlyn WWE. I can't control how I feel about her. She is just beautiful. She takes my breath away. It's because he's tying a rope around his neck and Caitlyn WWE was that nip slip for me. I already noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to do that for me. Ooh, ooh, that's not Luke Hudson, dude. I swear. So no last Bonin fan, yes. <laughs> All right, let's get back to payback. Yeah, talk about Celeste Boning fan. Go check it out. You're gonna laugh your ass off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but seriously, let's get back to the pay per view. Uh, yeah, we said it's uh, the title, Divas Championship. Shana, Shana uh, match the year candidate, CM Punk and Chris Jericho. CM Punk making his uh, return to WWE programming after being off for you could say about two months. 
uh, and sporting some sick Blackhawks uh, tights and looking like Wolverine. Well, even let's mention real quickly before the match how he had that altercation really with Paul Heyman, right? No, that was Raw. Oh, that was on Raw? Yeah. I thought I remember something about that on the pay-per-view too. No, no, it was, it, was, it was after. I saw, I saw pictures of the pay-per-view and I saw the red and the yellow or whatever, not yellow, but gold, I guess it was. Yeah, go, red, gold, green. And I, I said to myself, I was like, why? He's in Chicago. How is he not wearing red, white, and light blue? Mm-hmm. And then I saw, I clicked on the next picture, and I saw the green added, and I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. He's wearing Blackhawk tights. Well, he and has- then Brandon went right to his WWE 13 and adjusted CM Punk's tire. No, I didn't, David. No, I didn't. Yeah, sure, you liar. You can't add the logos onto his tights or his trunks. <laughs> but, the match, but the match itself, this was an old school style match because this told a story it's it, it you know cm punk hasn't been in the ring in about two months chris jericho has been you know on you could say on fire in the wwe you know you saw those signs of ring rust the commentators mentioned it and then it, it didn't take not one but two gts's you had all the the reversals of the the walls of jericho and then he tried to fasten the anaconda vice while sitting up and then like got it in it was it was really cool i liked the match a lot it, it was very well done. I think out of the three matches that they've had, that had to have been my favorite. Agreed. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I feel like I have to go back and rewatch the other matches before I could oh, before I can make a decided a decision about that. Yeah. Now you're a Chicago Cubs fan, right? Yes. Yes. Are you a fan of Blackhawks? No, I'm not a hockey fan. Oh, so you don't like Blackhawks? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm an Islanders fan, man. I go where the Islanders play. Skate works inside Osset. <laughs> Sorry. I thought, uh, I thought you were actually saying their slogan for a second. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe no. that's their slogan. I was like, oh, you go to Brooklyn? No, I'm not going to Brooklyn. But they're going to be back. Like they have a, they're they renovating. Have home games, right? They're playing no? six games a year at Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, well. but then it, like I think they have like a three-year contract with the Barclays Center, and after that's up, the Nassau Coliseum is going to be renovated by then. That's not true, though. It's not nothing's voted on yet. Oh, it'll be because there's no taxpayer money involved with it. So. Yeah, no. If, if there's no taxpayer there was, money, it's just fleeing. No, because there was no taxpayer money when they originally brought it up. With Charles, Charles Wang wanted to do it. Charles Wayne. Uh, whatever. Let's talk about professional wrestling here. We have Bob a new Wayne. world heavyweight champion. Alberto Del Rio defeats Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we all predict, predicted Dolph Ziggler. So this, Al, is, this Al, is a little depressing. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, I was I was really upset with this uh, this Ziggler loss, but I, I thought it was really a nice match. I liked how they were able to switch the fans on everyone how yeah, but and, and a lot of websites were talking about that like this is the first like big double switch that they've done since like austin's don't call wrestlemania 14 i mean yeah, austin and Bret hart yeah it, it was the first one in a long time but the but it's, how, but how is it a double switch if del if if Dolph ziggler's still with big e and aj well, now once he comes back, because it looks like they're going to kind of keep him off TV, maybe for a little bit, playing this whole this, another. This was that. This also. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off there, but this had no, that no, old school didn't. mentality to it as well. This telling a story. You had the world heavyweight champion. He's been out for like a month with a concussion. Alberto Dorio working the head. You know, really working that angle. The doctors getting in there. Him trying to get in. Ultimately, uh, Alberto Dorio gets the uh, title back. 
I, I thought that it was greatly. It, I'm saying so like scripted, uh, scripted well, and all that shit so much. Um, but at the end of the match, where he got on the mic and started kind of instigating the fans to boo him, I thought that was perfectly done. I think I heard it on another podcast, but it, it, I think it was just like, oh my god, you're completely getting booed right now. You have to go out there and cut a promo. So I think yeah, that's why I, I, I feel like that was it was that was pretty much it. They were like. He he walked out, and then they're like, "All right, here's my get out there. Just get them to hate you." Yeah, and he, that's exactly what they did. And then back with Ziggler, I think that he can easily be. Obviously, he's a fan favorite already, so being a face is not going to be too difficult. No, and I can see him breaking away from Big E very soon, especially with Big E's feuding with Del Rio a little bit. And how they want to build up Big E, I could definitely see them breaking them up a little bit. As in Biggie Langston becomes the next world heavyweight champion? No. Uh, I, you know what? I No, don't say it. Please don't say it. Don't say that. I, I won't say it. All right. Uh, so, and then you ha- oh, before we even get to the main event, uh, we've been seeing a lot of promos recently for the Wyatt family. I'm kind of getting a little upset oh. because I want them to debut. But we saw another promo of a uh, returning superstar to the WWE uh, he was a one-time Mr. Money in the Bank. He's Mr. Monday Night. The whole effort show RVD is coming back to the WWE. Dude, mark the fuck out when I heard that. Once I once they played his theme song at the beginning, and then you hear RVD from the crowd, just lost it. Dude, I'm happy about that. You know what? I And I thought, you know, I, we've had a conversation on the show about RVD coming back to WWE, but I didn't think I would be so excited about it. I, I think it, they're doing it in Philly, Money in the Bank. I, it's very fitting. Whoever did this is perfect. I, I agree completely. And the thing I like, I don't even know if this was on the dirt sheets or no. reported on any websites because I haven't really been going to any of them. I haven't had the time. So I don't know if it was a reported thing. But from what I think, I don't think it was reported. And I think it was done really well. Fuck, I'm saying that a lot. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I, I honestly, I really think it was scripted a lot nicer than a lot of things in the past yeah <laughs> i was kudos, joking about kudos, that. no kudos man to creative for uh doing this uh i'm excited for it money in the bank is now sold out yeah they covered it up really well and it's definitely gonna sell a lot of tickets no well, money in the bank I mean, let me let me let me say this beforehand money in the bank was not it, it was very close to being sold out before they announced rob van Dam. yeah but now because, that was, I, because I looked at tickets for it just just for the hell of it and now, something cool to go to. Now it is kind of sold out. From the last time I looked at it, there was when, like, when is Money in the Bank? Uh, July nineteenth, is it? I'm not too sure. All right, so RBD is coming back. July twenty first. What are two people, two current wrestlers that you want to see RVD in a feud with or have a match with? <clears throat> I will say Dolph Ziggler, and I will say Justin, Justin Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Was that seriously your second one? Yeah, seriously. Pop oh, off. God. Pop both of you. Pop okay. off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Greg. All right, Chris, what's your two? Um, I don't know. I want to see him feud with anybody. I would I like to see – you know what I would like to see? Money in the Bank. Him – what did you say, Brandon? I said The Undertaker. Yeah, The Undertaker. <laughs> what about Dave? I want him to make him famous again. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, guys. Let's be serious about this. All right, Landstorm. There's nothing serious about this podcast or anything that we do. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see him get this like big standing ovation and uh-huh. money in the bank. Everyone go nuts. Then the White family come out and just own, really? own him. Yeah. Why, why really? It's That'd be opinion. crazy. <laughs> 
Everybody, oh, especially okay. especially the, the the type of fans that are in Philadelphia, you'll see a couple of like people's brains exploding. So pretty much, you're saying that the Wyatt family attacked RVD upon his entrance. No, I wanted to come out and start doing his whole gimmick. RVD's back, Mister Monday Night, and all of a sudden you hear and they just come out. And just, I think that would that would go over really well. That would get them a lot of heat, and then. I'm not mistake me if I'm wrong, but CCW is based in Philly, right? Every promotion is based. Okay, in Philly. yeah. So I think it would definitely go over. Every all those um, East Coast ones, CCW. I'm gonna, um, uh, uh, okay, continue. I'm going to chime in and give my two. Okay, I'm going to go with. Can we guess your two. Yeah, Chris, do you have any guesses for him? Yeah, guess my two that I want to see feud or have a match with RVD. Antonio Cesaro. And Cassius Ono. <laughs> Are you guys serious? Yeah. Yeah, of course we're serious. You know you wow, want to see got that. It right on the... <laughs> no, I was just joking. No, you're uh, not. You know we're serious. I, I want to see... Shut the fuck up. I'm speaking. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to see him... I want to see him feud with Ziggler. I think they'll put on a really good match and very highly entertaining match. And I want to see him go against Dean Ambrose. Not Jey Uso? Okay, never mind. Why? <laughs> Why? No, that's a, that's. I think a lot because the way that Ziggler sells, and, you know what, and that goes back to the whole why people were cheering Dolph Ziggler on Sunday because Chicago, New York, New Jersey—they're all smart wrestling fans, mm-hmm. and they know how good Dolph Ziggler is. Yeah, they're not—they're not blind or stupid to it. No, absolutely um, not. And I think I, that's what's making him more of a face now, and I'm fine with it. So now we're gonna—I know Brandon's gonna want to talk about this ring attire. Uh, you got right back. Okay, okay. Look, no, before you say anything, it's going to be okay. If the, if the White family doesn't attack him at Money in the Bank, it's going to be Ryback versus Rob Van Dam in a spray painted singlet on a pole match. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because now, uh, I mean, some may know or not know, but Ryback gets his singlets made by the same people that make RVDs, if you can tell. Yeah. So, do you think that someone will have to do a ring attire change? Or, I mean, oh. they're way too similar no they're not way too similar yes, at all they are. yeah they oh, are just spray painted attire that's like saying our truth has to change his attire because he's wearing pants that are spray painted good point brandon good point uh but let's talk about ryback for a second you had three stages of hell match which john cena successfully won uh winning in the tables match and winning the ambulance match i thought the end of the ambulance match was actually cool by having him go through the trap door on top of the uh ambulance itself Wait, would trap never... door? Are you, are you trying to tell me that he didn't actually go through that? No. That would literally oh. never happen on a real ambulance. Yeah. yeah. I I was actually t- surprised by it. I didn't expect that to happen. But when it did, at first I was disappointed. I was just like, really? That's how you're going to end it? And I then thought, I, was just I thought like, at first you were afraid and you were petrified. I was. with You weren't with me by my side some of that i don't know but then after i watched it a few times i it kind of won me over at the end of the match yeah no i like it um i just think it was way too predictable everyone i saw on twitter everyone was calling that Uh, i i I didn't think he was going to go through it if anything i could definitely see an f uh attitude adjustment off of the ambulance yeah these guys these guys worked a serious match though i like to john cena's super splash off the top rope onto everybody yeah, once again, John Cena, to all those Cena haters out there, John Cena is saying, fuck you. Look at my matches. He's like, I've been hanging out with Sin Cara. I'm not going to botch this one, I swear. Yeah, right? I've been studying his matches of what not to do. 
Stop making fun of Sin Cara because he has not botched once recently. Look, look, he's, look who he's working with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Just, All right. just because okay. you're facing I mean, Antonio Cesaro does not mean that you're going to not botch. Yeah, well, when he's able to post half of your moves that are super fast and he's worked all over the world. Yeah, the guy's worked with Quackenbush. I think uh, Yeah, he can work with pretty much anybody now. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, so that's it. What's next for Ryback, though? They that's pushed- what I was going to bring that up, saying you brought that up last week. If Ryback does not win the WWE Championship, what is, in fact, next? Yeah. And I mean— No, no Goldberg references aside— yeah, I don't think – I uh, obviously, Cena going into the Mark Henry direction, which I am so happy about. Mm-hmm. But Ryback, I'm actually not too sure. Well, I mean, I mean would you put him up against another big wrestler or like a, a Sheamus kind of a guy or are you going no. to put him up against someone a little bit lower? Well, Chris, were you joking when you were talking about him and Rob Van Dam? Like all and the in the spray paint singlet on no, the aside, aside from the the spray paint and all that, are, were you joking about maybe wanted to see Rob Van Dam versus Ryback? Or I think that would have an interesting dynamic okay. to it. I just got a little vision. Oh all my right. god! Oh. All right, hold on, hold on. I have to gather it, or else I'm going to really mess this up. <laughs> all right, because <laughs> sometimes I speak too fast. All right, so Ryback comes in. On RVD beats the shit out of him, just only or else actually, hmm. Either wait, RVD, does he wait? Does he come in or on RVD? <laughs> right into his eye, right in his what? eye. What? Um, but I don't know. I think that if RVD either gets attacked or attacked and then reverse it, have whoever wasn't attacked. I don't know, but there's a way to fit this in there where RVD, if he's attacked by Ryback, then have RVD have the entire segment finish with RVD doing the five star frog splash and getting old. Uh, but why does RVD need up? to get over? Hmm. Or else have our, like, I feel like RVD because it's going to be his debut. He has to have it's some. Not off, debut. Off okay. It's not a debut. It's I, not a debut. I have his return. I have an idea here. What doing on what you said? You have RVD come back. You know how I said the whole Bray Wyatt thing and the Wyatt family comes out and attack him. You have RVD come out. And then Ryback comes out and attacks him. This sets up for SummerSlam RVD versus Ryback. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to like. That's okay. exactly what I'm trying to speak. But I I still think that uh, at the end of that, have RVD get off the last offense, whether it be one of his spinning kicks to Ryback, sending him Ryback to the outside where they have a stare down, where Ryback's on the outside staring. It's- Adam and RVD is in the inside staring at him. And they both raise each other's spray painted singlets. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I think you're in Philadelphia. It's a hot ECW quote unquote crowd. Have Ryback go over. Have Ryback yeah. have the upper hand. I agree. Yeah, but Ryback, Ryback has the upper hand. I mean, Ryback. No, he gets, doesn't. If Ryback has Leaves Philadelphia with the upper hand. Ryback does not no, have. No, there is no upper hand. Ryback would beat the crap out of him, but then RVD, RVD nailed one of his kicks, sent him yeah. to the outside, oh, RVD and would they have the upper hand. Everyone, no, would it wouldn't be the upper hand. He would just Ryback land on his feet on the outside, and they just stare. But if, if Rob Van Dam kicks Ryback and Ryback leaves. Rob Van Dam is going to be the one left with his music playing, the one with him. Yeah, of course. Well, no matter, so you, the way you Rob want to Van have Dam it is Ryback. Like, you want to, you to want Ryback's theme song to be playing at the end. Yes, Ryback needs to beat the ever-loving shit out of 
Okay, Robin. and I I disagree with you. I and think the that boo boo the fuck out of Ryback. I disagree with you. I think that if our, if Ryback beats the crap out of him, but RVD still gets the upper hand, I think that Ryback will still have the original heat from beating the crap out of him. But the fans will be happy to see RVD getting over on Ryback for that moment, and no. it will set up the future. What happens is Ryback comes in. Beats up Rob Van Dam a little bit. Rob Van Dam tries to get a little upper hand. He's getting it, getting it, getting it. Boom. Shell shock. And oh. Ryback gets the upper hand of the final. Head. I No, I, I, I think that I'm st- maintaining my thought. I think that the, the other way. He's getting beer over here. Yeah, right? No, no I'm not even joking. He is I think the other side. What? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, we, were just saying, we were just saying how you were agreeing to uh, everything David just said, right? No. I, I agree that I agree that Ryback <laughs> should stand tall at the end of it. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, have yeah. Rob Van Dam come out, get this big thing. He's going to cut one of his terrible stoned-off-his-ass promos. Ryback's music hit, comes out. They have a little bit of a fight. RVD gets a little bit of the upper advantage at first, and Ryback just beats the living heck out of him. He's standing All right, over so him. I'm, I'm saying the complete opposite, except when Ryback does his initial attack, it's a little bit stronger where you're like, oh, shit, RVD's in trouble. But then have RVD nail that... Just one move, not the five-star frog splash. Or even if he does hit him with the kick and he gets on top of the turnbuckle, sets up for the five-star, then Ryback rolls out of the ring. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. I just, I, just like still, I, I, just, I just still think that that leaves Ryback in a lesser position. Because it's, it's Ryback. You want him to be dominant. You want him to tear house, clean but house. He, he is dominant. If he beats the shit up, you can't have RVD get dominated like that. If you yes, want you to can. Set, if you want to build an interest in it, you want to engage them. You want that. That's what you do. You're in Philadelphia. People are going to boo the hell out of Ryback if they're taking out no, their golden boy. They're going to boo boy. the hell out of Ryback if but he taking, attacks well, him listen, anyway. Listen, listen. They're taking out their golden boy, Rob Van Dam. Next night on Raw, I defeat. I took out Rob Van Dam, blah, blah, blah. Rob Van, Dam music's, Rob Van Dam's music hits. I want a match at SummerSlam or something like that. No, I I think that Ryback's going to get the heat from his initially attacking RVD anyway. So I don't think it really makes a difference whether or not he his music plays at the end of the night or RVD on that initial engagement. Just, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the end of the night. I mean, I, this not, I don't see that happening as like a main event type of thing. Or yeah, yeah. All Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, either we... either way, I'm sold on it. I mean, either either way, whichever spectrum you look at it, I'm sold on an RVD versus Ryback. I wouldn't mind it. It'd be really funny if it's like Rob Van Dam returns and it's just like they – it's like, yeah, it's Cassius Ono or something like that. Like, well, apparently he's working as like a super limited schedule and it's like a short time stint. Yeah, like Jericho. Who, no, who, not RVD? like – he's going to be working – yeah, he's going to be working less than Jericho works. Well, I meant like Jericho's last – time you know what if if even you use him here in like once once a month on raw or two times on raw and then the pay-per-view it's still enough to get people to buy a pay-per-view especially money in the bank or another on well any pay-per-view i think the buy rates would increase a little bit for rvd yeah alrighty. i just think it's funny not funny but on monday him and Sammy Callahan are probably going to put on a kick-ass match. Oh, hell yeah. And it's like Sammy Callahan just goes to NXT and Rob Van Dam goes right back to TV. Well, I don't want to insult Sammy Callahan because he may be one of my favorite wrestlers out there right now. But 
you know, there's a little bit. He's no, got, I understand. Yeah, okay, you know exactly what we're yeah. going. I hope the fans do too. But you know, if you, if you have uh, your ideas about how Rob Van Dam should uh, come back, uh, leave leave uh, comments on the Facebook on the. Uh, actually, put a post up about that, Dave. That would be a good idea. Yeah, what on Facebook? Yeah, on the Facebook page. Or if you want to comment on the website, do that as well. But let's get to Monday Night Raw for this week. Monday Night Nitro. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, Woo! We have goods and middles today. Uh, we'll start off with... Should we start off with the goods and the middles? There's let's no go bads. with the goods. There's no bads. You see that, WWE? You keep Kali off? <laughs> I say go with the goods. I mean, All right, let's go Friday. with the goods. Why would you go with the goods, though? Then you spoil everything. Um... But then we're just going to talk about the bads and like no, we're going to no, have we're going to talk so highly about the goods and then all of a sudden the bads we're going to be like oh yeah and then this but we don't happened. have any bads I meant the middles all right we'll start with the middles then uh, you had Randy Orton defeating Daniel Bryan via referee stoppage apparently Daniel Bryan legitimately hurt himself in the match and the referees called it off but you know there's a there's a twist into like the I guess you could say the real side of professional wrestling here because apparently Triple H like backstage called you know called the match to be ended and apparently Daniel Bryan and Triple H had like very heated backstage words allegedly we don't know this for sure we yeah, weren't there allegedly like Daniel Bryan was just like I've wrestled all around the world I know when I'm injured and what I know what I can do I know what I'm able to do and then Triple H was just responding saying that they're just looking out for his health and Triple H was just so. going I am the game <laughs> no Triple H yeah, was like listen Daniel I'm a 15 time world heavyweight champion <laughs> Sorry. Or whatever time champion he is, yeah. I've wrestled the countless WrestleManias. I've I've tried to defeat the Undertaker twice. You can't do anything I do because I'm Triple H, dude and, or whatever and, brother. Never and apparently H. it was really surprising, just because Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan is such a soft spoken backstage guy. Yeah. Apparently, or according to everything. Well, it's probably the heat of the moment. You know, yeah. and especially, I mean, honestly, especially- I, I'm still skeptical about what I'm hearing about all this backstage banter with Triple H and Daniel Bryan. But this also plays into this whole McMahon family storyline gimmick that, you know, Mr. McMahon's trying to take control. If it's McMahon's trying to take control, we'll go into the next middle that we have with uh, Stephanie oh, but- and AJ kind of having their confrontation. Wait, 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 wait. Before we even move on, I just wanted to bring up that Brandon was not a big fan of the end of the match. No, the- I don't think. If a referee calls the match, there should be no winner. No, I think I completely disagree. All I'd say is Randy Orton's in the match, and that's why. Yeah, but MMA-wise, if a referee stops that match, Dr. Stoppage, whoever he stops that for, that's the loser. This is an MMA. Yes, but it brings in that MMA. Pro wrestling has been been around a lot longer than MMA. They've also been wanting to uh, incorporate some sort of realistic factor. I agree with you on that point. If you do a realistic factor, then there should be no winner. MMA makes no sense. MMA, MMA, you're getting hit. A a doctor stoppage, they call it because of that wrestler wrestler or fighter unable to compete. But how how often does an MMA match happen like that? A very, very often. It's a very. Uh, and now, how often does an MMA match actually occur? What do you mean? Like how? It's not on every week, is it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can MMA is on every week. Good amount, yeah. There's no like big. It's on Sky on Skype on Spike TV or there's a few stations that have a lot of MMA related TV shows. Well, I just I don't agree with the ending like that, and I just have to say with Randy Orton. When was the last time he wore a design on his trunks that looked <laughs> black? Yeah, he changed them to the, the old white skis there. 
I didn't even notice. Maybe he's turning a leaf. Maybe he's listening to Mark and Alan. No, right, so, sorry, Chris, for interrupting. I just wanted to touch on that a no, little no, bit. No, 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 it's quite all right. It's quite all right. Um, wanted to touch yeah, so on then more, more medals, you know, speaking of touching. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. AJ and Stephanie Mann kind of had this little confrontation. I don't know why Stephanie Mann came out. But then the entire Divas locker room came out as well. Um, and then AJ and Caitlin uh, had some words and threw some fists. Some titties popped out. And uh, that was it. I thought, I thought it was dumb. Uh, for the fact well first of all I thought it was dumb that everyone thought Lita or Karma were going to come out Why not? where that, did you see all of this both trended worldwide and I really? was like oh my god Lita oh my god Karma and I just don't get it but I just have to say it's dumb Stephanie McMahon like why I thought it was great back and forth between AJ and her I think, but there was I just think no a, point I think it's a good kind of a swerve to the IWC fans because I'm sure a lot of them we're like, oh, cool, Paige is going to come out. And then they. I don't have, think anyone said Paige. I don't know. I saw a few memes or whatnot saying how, I don't know, referring to that. And I think the quote unquote boss's boobs are uh, pretty gross now, so I don't want to see them. How did you TV. see them? Oh, you never seen them recently? No. Okay, I saw that whole workout thing. Yeah, so they're gross, and I don't want to think of her anymore. Yeah, but you, you don't see her boobs in her fucking. Pantsuit a la yeah, Barbara Streisand. Brandon, Brandon has a really good imagination when it comes to that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. So just let, let him let him keep on thinking what he wants to think. Whatever gets the job done. The fuck <laughs> up. All right. Well, let's continue on then. Uh, Kane defeats Dean Ambrose via disqualification because the shield comes out and triple power bombs Kane. Dumb. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it was only a minute 30 seconds. I'm okay with it. <laughs> How often I mean, do you hear that? hears that all the time. <laughs> if this was an actual match, if this went on for a little bit of amount of time, like five minutes or something, I wouldn't be a fan of it. But because it was a quick match and it did it and it ended with a DQ, I'm okay by it. So you're a fan of fast endings? No. Like that. When it comes you to know, this situation. In, like, if, if it was like I don't know, Rey Mysterio versus Matt Hardy or something. And Rey Mysterio versus Matt Hardy, it ended at Shannon Moore jumped in the ring and like within a minute and 30 and beat up Rey Mysterio. You're a fan of that? I'm not even going to engage you in conversation. No, seriously. I don't understand. (laughs) Like what, what of this are you a fan of? I don't understand. Like what? I don't get it. We saw them fight the night before. I mean, that's why that that was my whole thing. That's why because I'm a fan of it because it wasn't what I expected. What I expected was another five-minute or over five-minute match between them. The fact that it ended so quickly and it ended with a DQ finish, I was okay by that. That it wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah, I don't. I, I expected it to be worse than it was. Oh, okay. Okay, he's got he's got a point there. All right, continuing on, uh, we have a new Zeb Coulter guy, and that being Antonio Cesaro, and I guess showing his new colors by uh, defeating William Regal. Awesome, William Regal's on TV. I mean, it was it was you know as Dave uh, Dave talked about before we even started the show. It was a minute and thirty second match, and then afterwards draping uh, William Regal in the "Don't Tread on Me" uh, flag, which I thought was awkward. Yes, I thought. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this. I think that I know other people on this podcast don't agree with me, but I like it. And but I do think that it's a little bit unnecessary. Like I'm always a big fan of getting a group of wrestlers together in one little stable or one uh, group, of, like a trio or something. But King I, of trios? 
Maybe. I'm, That's like, funny. I, I said I, that I, same exact thing a few weeks I, ago. I like the idea of it. I'm a fan of it. I don't think it's necessary, though, because Zeb Coulter is very well-spoken on the mic. Mm-hmm. But so is Antonio Cesaro. Cesaro's not no, – he's no schlub on the mic. So I don't think it's necessary, but I'm okay with it. I, I enjoy it. So let me say this. Um, in regards to the match, I was disappointed because you see William Regal on TV. You get excited to see William Regal on TV, and then they're just, just Antonio Cesaro overpowering him and winning. Very quickly. Um, in regards to Zeb Coulter and Antonio Cesaro, I said it last week. I thought it was dumb. I'll say it again this week. It's dumb because he's also a foreigner. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, he's a foreigner, but okay. And then I think in, with the whole sense of Zeb Coulter, you said you don't. They're both very strong on the microphone. Instead of Antonio Cesaro, who would it have been, Dave? Who would you like to have seen that? Maybe he could have used the push and doesn't have that great of microphone skills. Are we talking about in that stable? Like with Zeb Coulter? I'm not calling it a stable. I don't care if he said it. If he goes on Twitter and tweets it's a stable, I'm not saying it's a stable at all for the simple fact that Jack Swagger is not. Because Jack, no, I'm not saying tag team either because Jack Swagger is not on TV. Okay, whatever. So if you if you just just for to have a manager as Zeb Coulter as your manager, who could have used that push? I I don't know. I, I would have, I would actually have to think about it, and that would take me a little bit longer than we really should spend on it on the show. I I agree, I agree on that one. So let's uh, let's get to the next middle that we have going on here. Uh, you have Curtis Axel. Uh, the new Intercontinental Champion faced off against Sin Cara. I feel like you've seen this too many times. Yeah, and I like, didn't didn't care for the match. As long as Curtis Axel keeps on winning, I'm good by it. Yeah, it keeps pulling out the perfect plex. I yeah. want to say it was a good match, though. Yeah, it was. I just, I, you know, I, but they brought the lights back. Yeah, I don't get it. I, some weeks there's no lights. Some weeks there's lights. I don't get it. Could it just be them not caring, like backstage wise? Could it just be like the production crew being like? All right, we got this match, and then just getting so caught up with what they're doing, or not really focusing on that match, that they're like, "Oh shit, we forgot the lights." Well, we can't do it on turn it on now. I don't, I don't think so because it doesn't happen that often where the lights aren't on, uh, aren't off. Okay. So I just think I don't know what when it is off. I don't know what happens. Hey, sometimes you gotta have the uh, the lights on. Sometimes you gotta have them off. You know, it's about the it's about what uh, you want to do. Yeah. 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 All righty. Cool. So let's uh, get on to the goods because there was a whole bunch of goods going on. I'll start off with, uh, you know, we had a lot, you know, we spoke about RVD coming back, making a return. The Wyatt family is supposed to be coming in soon. By the way, I'm getting sick of these promos. I just want to see them on my television already. <laughs> okay. I was going to be like, as long as you finish that, I was going to be like, how are you getting sick of these promos? Because I, just, I, I love want, them. I, wa- I love them too, but I want to see them on my TV already. I know. They're, I they're so good. I know. Who would have thought that, that uh, Bray Husky Wyatt, Harris? Yeah, oh. Husky Harris would have such charisma and everything with his promos and be able to deliver like this. Well, do you well, remember his promo that he had to cut in the begin- the first season of NXT? About l- his boots? A little. That was that was an awesome promo. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I would never imagine him with this kind of momentum that he has right now. Yeah. And it's it's funny how he 
I mean, before he became Bray Wyatt, he was he was injured, right? And he returned as um, Bray Wyatt. Yes. No, um, he was injured, and then he returned as Bray Wyatt. Shit! No, no, no. Or else he was, but he came back with wearing a mask. Like he had. Oh man, now it's gonna bother me. But after the mask, like he wasn't injured after that. Uh, no. Or was he taken he was, off TV or whatever? He was, ta- he was taken off TV for a little bit, and then okay. he came back. Um, so when he when he returned with that mask on, everyone's like, oh, who gives a fuck? It's Husky Harris. And then he returned as Bray Wyatt, and everyone called him Bray Wyatt. Nobody says Husky Harris. No, yeah, no one said it. So it's like something – like if you give people a chance, it, I mean Husky Harris, Bray Wyatt's phenomenal. So. Yeah, he is. He is really good. But anyway, going back, we've seen a lot of returns, and we saw Christian return on Monday Night Raw this week. Vicky Guerrero's big reveal, uh, and he successfully defeated Wade Barrett, who was supposed to face Curtis Axel for the Intercontinental <laughs> title, but didn't. I did not know that was Vicky's surprise for the McMahons. Yeah. yeah. I, I really had no idea. I thought it was going to be revealed at, like, the end of Raw or something. Because to me, that was like, yeah, I was happy with Christian's return, the fact that he returned, was I happy with the, with the way it was done? That, that was terrible. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I think Dave, Dave even mentioned something like this. You mentioned a good point, Dave, if you want to go with that. I am sorry. I really didn't hear. Hype videos? Uh, yeah. I, overall? You, you, well, no, a Christian's return. Oh, yeah, no. I was, of course, I was surprised by it, but I didn't really care. There was no hype videos. I think that a hype video would have engaged the fans a lot better as opposed to just having Christian come out. The thing that I feel a lot of people are forgetting that right before Christian got injured, they had Christian involved with a big feud with uh, Wade Barrett. And okay. I think that, that he injured himself during a match with with Wade Barrett. So I feel like fans are forgetting that if you had some hype videos kind of just I don't know, pushing it a little bit would have been a lot better. Okay. Uh, I just think that he should have returned with new music. I would have liked – I mean this would never uh, ever happen, I'm, but – I'm just going like, to add on to – I'm just going to add on real fast. Uh, new t-shirt too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean new WWE – New t-shirt? It's just WWE doesn't care for people like Christian. Yeah, but yeah. he's got – under, The undercard I should say. He's got his – you know, he's kind of carved his niche – there in um, that kind of mid-card role about putting people over. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's unfortunate. I mean, he's really a good wrestler, but I would like to see him really be put to that next level because I think he can succeed at that level. We've seen him at that level, Dave. Exactly. In TNA, we've seen him champion. We've only seen him at that level because of Edge. But, that, but I feel like he could also bring – he could be at that level in the WWE, at that level that he wasn't in – that he was at on Impact Wrestling. But no, uh, David, he's been world heavyweight champion. Yeah, but he could do that again. That's what I think too. I, I just think I feel the like, last time he was world heavyweight champion was because of Edge. Okay, I well, feel. right now I feel like they can do that with him and they're kind of downplaying him. They're really yeah. underestimating what he can do again. I don't know why. What I was going to say, up there. what I was going to say was not, this would never happen in a million years. But I would love for his theme song to be like, you know, the way it goes, Christian. Uh, I'd mark out if he came back to that. If, if they use that and it like cuts off and then goes into, if you close your eyes. Oh, okay. that. Uh, just to just backtrack, Husky Harris. Axel was, Mulligan. 
Yes, Axel Mulligan, and he was wearing like a Slipknot kind of a mask. Oh, when he okay, out yeah, injury. that's right. And Axel then, Mulligan, and then he turned back into Husky Harris and then disappeared. That's when he came back as uh, what you see him now, Bray Wyatt with the Wyatt family. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool, cool. All right, continue on more goods. You had the Road Scholars defeat Sheamus. You know, instead of Damien Sandow going over Sheamus, you needed two of them to beat Super Sheamus. I thought it was. I'm so happy that they actually picked up the victory, even though I would have rather seen this on the pay-per-view yeah. with Sandow picking it up. But I'm happy that they went over on Sheamus. And I'm okay with how Sheamus had that upper hand at the end of the match with the bro kick. I thought that was unnecessary, though. I'm, there was there was really no reason for it. I saw it what? coming, usually, and I saw there was no there was no reason for it. Usually, um, like, I mean, I... Uh, it's like I'm um, going back and forth with all of this because I uh, when we were talking about Del Rio and I think Ziggler – fuck, no, Cesaro. I think where he went over them and I thought it was unnecessary for him to attack him after the match. I'm OK by this though. OK, yeah. I just think what does it do for Cody? Nothing. It does nothing for any of them. Yeah, it, it really doesn't do anything for any of them. But – Regardless, if, that's one. If, wow. if that, Cody and Sandow getting that initial victory over Sheamus does them more justice. Yeah, Dave, than, I think you, you have to mark out over Chris just now. Why? Because it's well, – how, how long are we into the show right now? I don't know per se. I think it's like 45 minutes. And that was our first regardless yeah. too? Oh, I, I didn't even hear it. Whoa. Hey okay. now. All right. Cool. Continue on. I'm sorry, I'm watching the, the the worst of the worst, and there's people like falling. Dave, Dave just started singing Hillary Duff for no reason. Um, but <laughs> a more, one more, uh, two more goods. Well, kind of, yeah, yeah, two more goods. Uh, you have Mark Henry that's going to announce his retirement, but he just played all of us and attacked John Cena. It looks like it's going to be John Cena and Mark Henry leading up into Money in the Bank. John, Mark Henry wants a shot at the WWE title, a title that he has never held. Yeah, what I don't. Did I don't Mark think Henry win at Money in the Bank in the past. He's won the World Heavyweight title. Okay. That was where we didn't really expect him. That was like the big pay-per-view, right? Which – what? Like I think Christian won that night and that Money in the Bank. He's never – Mark Henry's never won Money in the Bank. No, no, no. But he won, a, he won one of his championships at that night, right? Probably the World Heavyweight title if it's most – Okay, yeah. So I, I kind of have a feeling that he's going to go over. I would love to see him hold the championship. I think he's very capable of holding that championship. And it's definitely – it's going to be a task for John Cena. Yeah, I think – I don't think you should say he fooled everyone because I was not fooled. Yeah, I, me, same here. But same. I think this could be Mark Henry's like – Swan song? Yeah. OK. Where he gets the – he wins the championship and that's it. He's done everything he's absolutely, absolutely ever wanted to do in WWE. But then and, who and, defeats him for it? He could just be like, you know what? Bye. No, I can't see him just dropping the title. Trish Stratton. No. Did you say drop the title? Yeah. He's not dropping the title. He's leaving with the championship. Uh, and then you have a tournament. They did no, that I with Trish Stratus. Many people have done it before. Yeah, I can't see that happening. Yeah, all right. And then uh, the last thing you have, Alberto Del Rio open up Monday Night Raw um, to be interrupted by CM Punk, who makes his uh, first appearance in Raw in over two months and challenges CM Punk to the main event. But during Raw, you still kind of saw CM Punk kind of make his you know exit from, I guess you could say, the Heyman family of uh, wrestlers, saying that you know 
Curtis Axel is his client, Brock Lesnar is his client, and CM Punk doesn't need him. So that the, you see those signs of him turning face. You have an awesome match between CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio to close off Monday Night Raw, but that doesn't close off Monday Night Raw because Brock Lesnar comes out and F5 CM Punk. What do you think about this, gentlemen? I know it's a lot. It's a lot I, to swallow. I actually I knew something was going to happen. I didn't really expect it to be Brock Lesnar, but I knew someone that was going to – well, I didn't really think Brock Lesnar, but I did think someone related to Paul Heyman. And one of his Paul Heyman guys yeah, was you Cash to come out. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I know Dave Destruction was very happy, <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, we saw so many rumors on the internet because about Brock versus Punk at SummerSlam, it shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been a surprise to anyone. Yeah, because but I months, like it. Months ago, we saw that. So I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm really not. I'm a fan of it. It's something we've. I've said it for a long time, and I know a lot of other wrestling fans have said it for a long time. They want to see Brock Lesnar in a different feud other than Triple H, and now we're getting it. I am and very I could, happy about this, and I'm eager to see what they have to put out. And I could see CM Punk going over Brock Lesnar just because you have Triple H, who's like the COO of the WWE. He can't be Brock Lesnar. And then you have the shining light, you know, the, the anti-hero of the WWE, CM Punk, doing what Triple H couldn't do and beating him. And there's a lot of reports that I see about, like, CM Punk only has, like, one year left on his contract, so maybe they want to kind of put him over a little bit more to keep him in the family, you know, if you know now, what I mean. would you uh, – it could go both ways. If you feel him slipping away, would you rather have him put over other people that's going to be with you for a longer amount of time? CM Punk? Yeah. Well, no, that's because- a, that's the thing. If you put over, if you put CM Punk over Brock Lesnar, that's a that's an accomplishment. So that could that can goad him into staying, and then go you could just use him. Staying? Yeah, isn't that not is that an expression or not? I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's going to be no goading CM Punk into staying or leaving. I feel like he knows. No, what definitely. He wants to do. Right. Yeah. Well, I read something that he got um, Cole to try out as color commentator. Yeah, apparently yeah, it was months done. ago. Yeah, yeah, but it's just surfacing now. I hate dirt sheets. <laughs> and uh, also, just to jump back to Mark Henry real fast, it was Night of Champions. I okay. do. Yeah. Well, and then he lost yeah. it to Big Show at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs in Baltimore. Okay. And then Daniel Bryan cashed in the money's, money in the bank on Big Show. The money. Okay. Thank you very okay. much for that clarification. So, um, yeah. So that's an interesting Monday Night Raw. Uh, next week we'll I guess see the whole McMahon feud. I'm hoping next week the Wyatt family comes out because they had a lot to pack into Raw this week. And kudos to them for, kudos to them for not making it seem like it's been a three hour Raw. It seemed a lot shorter. Yeah, it yeah. was a really good Raw. This go just to go back to when they originally started uh, the three hour Raws. They have improved so much and so drastically. In the beginning, we were harping about the three hours, how noticeable it was, how their timing was way off. And now they got their shit together, and like you just said, you don't even notice that it's three hours, and you can actually sit through the full amount of three hours without getting antsy or anything like that. You're actually glued to the TV for once. Totes, man. Did, did you well, know that – much, but as opposed to before. Did you know that aside from the definition of harping, aside from it meaning that like we talk constantly about it, it also means to play the harp? No way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, great. And on that note, let's talk about one other thing WWE-wise before we hit uh, our musical interlude for this week. 
We have um, apparently Matt Stryker revealed on Twitter this week that uh, the WWE is not going to rehash his contract, and he is now a free agent on the independent wrestling scene. Which doesn't that just mean he got fired? Or they yeah. released no, him? Well, I mean, no, not, no, not his fired. Contract not, is fired. Not, not fired. I didn't mean fired. Doesn't mean that yeah, not like, fired. They're, they're releasing him. Like they're not. No, they're not releasing him. No, they're not renewing his contract. I don't understand. That's not releasing yeah, his contract. Just, they're not. Re- they're choosing not to renew him. It's not anything like that. And I wonder why they're not choosing that because I, for one, thought he was a lot better than. I don't want to say any names, actually. So no, why you say Brandon? No, because uh, I don't know if they're listening. Yeah, probably. Actually, not. Tony Dawson's not listening to. <laughs> yeah, his name's Tony Dawson, right? Yes, Tony Dawson. Yeah, I thought Stryker was better than him. I don't know. Stryker's like a, a book of knowledge about professional wrestling. I don't know yeah. why. Well, no, now the independent wrestling circuit's going to be able to uh, help with that because he's 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 available for seminars. He's available for uh, you know indie shows. You know, we'll probably see him at an NYWC show or two. Yeah, and I'm. Assuming we'll see him at Pro Wrestling Syndicate too, I would love to see that. As, Even if he's not wrestling, as a color commentator, that would be phenomenal. That would be cool. Yeah, that would I be just, cool. I'm a fan of Matt Striker. You are everybody's favorite teacher, Matt Striker. So uh, yeah, on that note, let's get hit to uh, a musical interlude from this week, and uh, this one comes from our friends in Ring Rope Rebellion. You can uh, definitely go to their website, RingRopeRebellion.com, and buy shirts and songs and stuff like that. Uh, this is called Believe, and this one's about everybody's Justin fi- Bieber. Uh, this song is called Believe. It's about everybody's favorite hounds of justice: Roman Reigns, Ambrose, and Rollins. And when we get back, we're going to talk about professional wrestling here on Marking Out. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Believe, Sierra, Sierra. Hotel. Hotel, India, India. Echo. Echo. Lima, Lima, Delta, Hounds of Justice, the Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Hounds of Justice, the Shield or the Hounds of Justice, bark like Iron Man, they can't be stopped, Stark, a professional stable of the heel persuasion, you'll be running from them boys like tax evasion, and they got more gold than a jewelry shop, they be running to the top and they can't be stopped, first debut at the Survivor Series, that's the law of the Shield, no theories, you think that you're safe, but that's far from the truth, you'll get knocked out to bark like you're swinging, Babe Ruth, fear the Shield, believe the Shield, turn and yield to be revealed this trifecta has a lot to teach so open your ears and listen to them preach mess with their plans and you better run for your mom or you'll get smashed with a super triple power bomb sierra hotel india echo lima delta hounds of justice sierra hotel india echo lima delta Coming through the crowd, don't look now The hounds have found their way Coming straight out of the background Try not to frown, it's in their code Don't knock it, a technical style Dr. Robotnik, call him a gymnast They're grabbing at the brass ring The shield losing, that's not even a thing Cause it's a game of numbers A single blunder will send you reeling and you'll get to feel the thunder A fight with the shield will only lead to trouble They are magical, you are just a muggle I think it's about time for me to bust rhymes About these three guys up the ranks They will climb Nobody says no to the hounds of the flow You know they're invincible Oh, believe in the shield 
Rebellion and your river back on marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Definitely go to ringroperebellion.com and get all of their songs, merchandise, or just go to iTunes and buy them legally because don't buy download shit illegally because it sucks. And I, yeah, absolutely. I agree to that. And just tell Ring Rope Rebellion, I know they're listening to this, just make the Mick Foley one, please. I know they said at some point, I'm waiting for it. They're not going to make it, Brandon. Yes, they will. Why don't you make a Mick Foley song? Because I don't have a Mick Foley song in me. You could create one. I have Mick Foley lyrics. I just don't have a Mick Foley song. So you All have right, a keyboard. So hook up with Ring Rope. Yeah, I have a fucking keyboard. No, I have the Mick Foley lyrics were, are within that other rap that I did. So make a fo- we need another Brandon rap too. We do not need another Brandon rap. Why? We need another Brandon rap. You know, I, it's funny. I told – you know how you – like for – I'm obviously you're going to know that you want me to sing Dust in the Wind. Yes. I sent a picture of the X Factor auditions to Jamie yesterday, Silva, and he goes, you're auditioning? I was like, yeah, I'm auditioning. <laughs> or, I, or I sent it to him saying I was auditioning. He goes, you won't even sing on a podcast. You're going to sing in front of thousands of people on national TV. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I'm singing the, the Marking Out theme song. Yeah. Da, da, da. This is... All right, now we're not going to sing this song right now, but let's get into uh, some professional wrestling. Uh, let's get to Impact Wrestling from last night. I was going to say we should start out with the knockouts because Brandon likes fisting. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about the knockouts. It was a very heavy Bound for Glory series, but there was other things involved in that being the knockouts division. Brooke Hogan had uh, a nice state of the knockout division, which was meh. She honestly had – there was no reason for her to Have a podium? Out. There was no reason to have a podium. There was no reason to be out there and have that speech. There was no reason for her to have airtime. Yeah. That too. But I wasn't really paying attention, so I was watching the Cubs game. Dave, you were well, watching Well, right? what, what Brooke yeah. said, Brooke I, said that the, the knockouts are really – she basically said the exact same thing David said earlier on in this episode. Yes. So um, I'm just a little bit confused. So is Eric Young stripped of the championship? I don't think he stripped. He gave it up. He gave up the TNA knockouts tag team championships. Good. Even so, though he was wearing a thong. Yeah. So is ODB still a champion or is that no. me? No, that's that's it's got no more. Good. They're not going to so use those championships anymore. They're not going to use them. All right, good. Who the fuck are they going to have to be a tag team? You saw the knockouts. There was four people in the ring. Where was Taylor Hendricks? Where were the Blossom Twins? OVW. OVW? Makes no sense. How could Taylor Hendricks be on the main roster and then all of a sudden, like, she's just not with the knockouts in that speech? She costs too much to fly in. That makes no sense, though. Like, she's on your roster. They're in They're in Illinois. She could have taken the drive up for, from Kentucky. They ain't you, giving no shit. 
<laughs> you know what that reminded me of? What? what? Nothing. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. All right. So we talked about the Bound for Glory series. It was in full force in open fight night. Uh, Bound for Glory series contestants. What? I can't. Can't what? Fucking Muttley. Oh, oh, I thought you were just laughing at Brandon. Every time he's laughing, I can't. Yeah, but anyway, the Bound for Glory series is in full force in the first week that it's in. And uh, it was open fight night, so Bound for Glory series contestants challenged their Bound for other Bound for Glory series contestants. So you had Mr. Anderson defeating Joseph Park, uh, Austin Aries defeating Jay Bradley, Christopher Daniels defeating Hernandez, Magnus uh, getting 10 points by defeating Kazan. Kazarians, I always say that, damn it, uh, via submission. Uh, interesting, you have Samoa Joe and AJ Styles go to a time limit draw. And then you have uh, Jeff Hardy is predicted beating, defeating Bobby Roode. Just so. uh, to backtrack, AJ Styles Samoa Joe was a time limit draw at 13 minutes and 42 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a weird maybe. Maybe they, counted, maybe they counted the two minutes for entrance. Do they do that now? No, uh, it's once the bell rings. Not all wrestling companies do that, don't they? I don't know. I don't think they do it from the. You know what? We're gonna do it now. Just end it. I think um, enough of this Joseph Park stuff already. Agreed. He's in the tournament, so we're gonna see him for a long time, which sucks. Unfortunately, agreed. It's really funny. I was watching Impact last night. Agreed. And yes, thank you for agreeing. Uh, Joseph Park looks really out of shape when he's Joseph Park, but when he's Abyss, he looks like he's a fucking beast monster, like, in shape. That's because his, like, Abyss outfit's from, like, Baby Gap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, agreed. That's... I don't know who what Baby Gap would shop with leather vests, but, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Austin Aries versus Jay Bradley was a good match. I liked that match. Oh, totes, man. I totally agree. Dude, Austin Aries is legit amazing. Oh, wow. Like, those those kicks that he was delivering were perfect. Oh, were they now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What was that accent? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, no, it was good. And then uh, your other angle you had was the main event Mafia. Last week, uh, Sting was saying that, you know, the main event mafia is coming back. And now he's saying that uh, the first member was revealed this week, and it's none other than Kurt Angle. I thought it was funny when Taz goes, I recognize that hand. It's the guy from backstage or whatever. <laughs> the guy from catering. Oh, my God. But I thought, yeah, I, I thought that, was, that, that was pretty funny. Taz on commentary is the best. I thought the end playing that he – I'm sorry to cut you off. But cool. he's playing that, like, super heel role, which is great. Oh, sarcastically so asshole heel. I love it. I thought the ending was terrible because, I mean, not because, but you have Hulk Hogan after Brooke does her speech, send her back to the hotel. Then you have Bully Ray receive a phone call saying Brooke's coming back. And he sends out Nux and Devon, maybe, and Luke Gallows, maybe, yeah, on motorcycles to make sure she gets there. Then Bully Ray calls out Brooke, because it's open fight night, even though he doesn't want to fight, he just wants Brooke to come to the ring. Brooke doesn't come out, and Sting comes out and just starts to take off his clothes. And then they show a video of Aces and Eights knocked out, and Bully Ray gets out of the ring because Sting punches him, and Kurt Angle attacks him. Really? 
what does like a, a suit give Kurt Angle superpowers? Because you've seen it over the past couple months with aces and eights that he can't take them out. Now that he's in main event mafia, now he can take them out. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, we'll see in the next couple weeks who they're going to add. It just, I, I, yeah, I mean, Scott. Like, I don't expect Scott Steiner. I do not expect Kevin Nash. I don't expect all, any of them. I expect it to be a new class of wrestlers. Like, or I don't know, just new wrestlers. Or at least that's what I would like to see. I don't want to see these rehashing of old wrestlers. I want to see a new class of the whatever it is, the main mafia. Event mafia. Yeah, main event mafia. That means we got to go back and look who are former main event champions who have been TNA champions. Why does it have to be TNA champions? Because that's what main event mafia started as. Doesn't mean that's what it has to continue as. It really should. It should, but it doesn't mean that. It should. And I just don't understand TNA sometimes. Why wasn't Taylor Hendricks out there with the knockout? It makes no <laughs> sense. I don't know. I don't understand physics sometimes. It's just the way it is. That's life. That's life. Physics. So. Isn't physics what goes up must go down? Wrong. But what anyway, next week we'll see what's up. going on. Apparently maybe they'll have an open fight, uh, a gut check next week or something like that. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. We'll see what goes on. Maybe there'll be a new member of the main event mafia next week. And now, you know, from, from now until October, it's just all going to be Bound for Glory series. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Tremperetta is making his debut with TNA next week, and he will be in Main Event Mafia. Yeah, right? All the titles that he won? <laughs> hey, man, he's Tremperetta. He doesn't need a title. Hey, listen, he's in he's in Japan right now doing the Super Junior Yo, tournament. So. You see the clip of him versus uh, Paul London from PWG? No. Uh, London took a nasty bump. He gave him a, a back body uh Mm-hmm. What is it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say he gave him a bow bow. A, a back body drop. A back and, body bow bow? Like, yeah, and London landed like halfway, like hit the clavicle of his neck, of not his neck, his clavicle like landed right across the rope, the ring ropes, just looked really nasty. Yeah, clavicle. Where'd you learn all that, those uh, specific words about your body parts, Dave? You've never heard of a clavicle before? No, I, ha- <laughs> I have, but you're using, you're using like the specific word. No, clavicle is pretty well known. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about main event mafia though. If they well, were I don't going want to talk about main event mafia, what? I don't want to talk about main event mafia. No, but if they were going the route of past TNA champions, Jeff Hardy, does he go into it? No. Austin Aries. No. Bobby Roode. No. James Storm. Mm, no. You don't you don't think any of those guys could be in it? No. Here's one for you. Mr. Anderson, I know he's with Aces and Eights, but do you think maybe he's run its course with Aces and Eights? No, because now they're fighting. Now it's going to be a whole Doc Anderson thing about who's going to be the new VP. So maybe it'll finally end with the last member of Main Event Mafia being Jeff Jarrett. I I still want to see Sting join Aces and Eights. I thought for sure that's what was going to happen last night where Bully Ray was going to just boom, hug him. Nope, didn't happen. They will at some point. Then, yeah. they, will em- they will embrace each other. They will embrace. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's continue on. we got one more thing to talk about professional wrestling-wise here. And that is Ring of Honor. Today, if you're listening to this show today, or maybe it was yesterday, or maybe it was uh, two days ago when you're listening to this, uh, Ring of Honor ha- is having an iPay-Per-View. Uh, it is the 2013 Best in the World. Uh, past few years, it's been from New York, if I'm not mistaken, gentlemen. Yes, you are correct. Usually it is. Yeah, Yeah, but this time it's going to be in Baltimore, Maryland, because I think the day after they're doing a bunch of TV tapings as well. Uh, Fucked up. 
Yeah. Your main event is going to pick uh, brother against brother when Jay Briscoe, the world ROH World Heavyweight Champion, is going to be defending against his brother, Crazy Mark Briscoe. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing this match. It's going to be one hell of a brawler match. I don't care which Briscoe wins the match. All I know is that Matt Hardy is going to go on to defeat Kevin Steen and be the next Ring of Honor champion. Um, How how is he going to defeat Kevin Steen to become champion? Because they're facing each other in a grudge match. Yeah, but Kevin Steen isn't champion. Well, I think this is going to go on to beat one of the Briscoes. That's why I don't care which Briscoe wins. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, could, I, could, I could see Matt Hardy winning, but I can also see Kevin Steen. I mean, there's no really place right now for – no offense. I love Kevin Steen. Um, but there's no – I feel like having Matt Hardy go against Jay Briscoe and Jay Briscoe winning and then having Kevin Steen go on to face Matt Hardy later down in the year for the World Heavyweight title would give it a lot more vindication if they just had Kevin Steen go on to face Jay Briscoe again and lose. I got to go with – I like the idea of Matt Hardy and everything, especially with the promos that he's been cutting recently. Yeah, uh, they've been so check good. Check them out on YouTube. They've been pretty amazing. Um, he's I, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Steen-wise, do you guys feel like Kevin Steen has been losing his uh, hype? I don't know. Whatever was behind him, do you feel like it's kind of dying down a little bit? Absolutely. No, I totally agree. But you know what? It's 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 part of the I guess you could say the angle or gimmick they have him going on. He was a super heel for the longest time. Then he gets this super stable that he's not a fan of. Loses his title. He's got to start from scratch. You know. You can't. Like they, they, I don't know. Like I, I'm curious to see how they're going to hype him back up, or if they will get him to that level again, or just move into a different direction. I don't know. With the whole scum stuff, I think it's kind of going in a different direction. Nah. Uh, you're going to see a rematch also as well. Roderick Strong is going to be facing off against Adam Cole, who is uh, now apparently back at Ring of Honor. Apparently his contract was up. Apparently he was, had hesitations about resigning allegedly. And now he's resigned and he's going to be faced against Roderick Strong, which would be awesome. I'm a big fan of both these wrestlers. No, Huge too- fan. Imagine I, I would love to see them on WWE at some point. They both deserve it, but... yeah. Uh, you also are going to have uh, Michael Elegant face off against the returning Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa's been out with an ACL injury, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not ACL sure. ACL injury? When was the last time we saw him? A long Wild. time ago. Really? really? Yeah, it was right when I think we were all pretty – he had a lot of luck going for him at the time too. Yeah. I think was a television title or something. He was in a Yeah, big, against, against uh, Jay Lethal. Yeah. Jay Lethal is going to be uh, in line for a television title shot at the pay-per-view. He's going to be facing off against Jimmy Jacobs and Tr- Matt Taven with Truth Martini. So that should be good. Uh, you can see B.J. Whitmer face off against Mike Bennett. And also the American Wolves facing off against the team of Tadarius Thomas and ACH entitled Adrenaline Rush. So it should be an awesome pay-per-view. It's going to be Saturday, June 22nd at 5 p.m. Go to ROHWrestling.com for all the details. It's an iPay-per-view? It's an iPay-per-view, sure is. All right, so yeah, if you can't make it, definitely order it. Yeah, order, order the uh, on-demand of it because it, it should be pretty good. We'll definitely talk about the results coming out of... Call it real quick. Two seconds. Match of the night. No, I can't do two seconds. It's up to personal interest. Yeah, personal interest. Um, I'm going to say Roger Strong and Adam Cole. Okay, Brandon? I don't care. Matt Hardy okay, and Kevin I'm, Steen. 
Yeah, right. All right. I'm agreeing with you. Strong and Cole, I think, are going to steal it. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Cool. And on that note, let's get uh, in. Strong and Cole. Yeah, it's okay. Strong Cole. Let's China. <laughs> Shameless plugs. On, the tw- on June 28th, AAW Bound by Hate 2013 will be taking place in Berwyn, Illinois. Go check it out. They're going to have Sammy Callahan versus Samurai Del Sol, and then the AAW heavyweight champion Mike Elgin taking on Shane Hollister. You're definitely going to want to check this out, and you can check them out at their website. Just go Google it. You'll find it. <laughs> wow, Dave. Yeah. Wow. And what's your second channel's plug? Go check out Cody Hall at Cody underscore 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 Hall 1. It's the son of Scott Hall. And for those that haven't been watching DDP's uh, YouTube clips, uh, Scott Hall and Cody Hall have kind of, I guess, reconnected. Son of a bitch. Hold on, keep going. Yeah, they kind of reconnected and everything. It's kind of, if if you, for all those that have watched that ESPN special on Scott Hall and how they really didn't have that bond, and now to see them reconnect and have that bond and build on that is very special. Also, go check out at Miss Charlotte WWE. Charlotte is the daughter of wrestling legend Ric Flair. Woo! And she actually just made her debut on WWE NXT. No, she has So I cannot wait to see that on – I can't wait to see the video footage of that. But she got a lot of hype behind her. Only time's going to tell how well she's going to turn out. You know, I think it's it's really funny how before we start the show, you're like, oh, I only have one shameless plug. Yo, and, yeah. always, and always by the time we get here, you have three. I know. That's because, like, as we're doing this show, at times, like, I'll be like, okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then, like, I'll just go into that cagematch.com and I'll check out to see what upcoming events are going on and I'll just click into it's, it. It's .NET. Yeah, .NET. Unfortunately, I don't have enough time to see what all those websites are. But, yeah, cagematch.net. Awesome website. Word. Well, speaking also, of awesome websites. <laughs> speaking about awesome websites and – talking and having fun here's chris's rant of the week <laughs> chris's match of the week chris's match of the week you're supposed to say match of the week and then i go yeah it's gonna be a rant of the week because- oh sorry my bad oh he's ranting on your own fucking thing oh shit oh, oh my God. yeah dave you're, you're no i'm kidding oh, no. i'm gonna read about it no i, I don't have like the I, uh, so this week in the mail, I got back something from the IRS saying that I owe $2,500 from two years ago for my fucking taxes. Seriously, United States government? Oh, my God. The, NS- the NSA, they're spying on me right now. They're probably listening to this, and they're going to fucking invade my house. But seriously, it takes you two years to figure out that, like, my edu- I don't get credit back for the education that I got. Like, come on. Seriously. So I have to go fight this now. Chris versus the government. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a movie. Chris versus the government. Dude, I'm fucking pissed off about this. Seriously, it took two years to figure – two years to tell me that, hey, guess what? Your, your, your college credit that you spent $10,000 on uh, is not applicable here. So we're, you, you owe us money now. Fuck that. Seriously. No, I'm not doing this. You make enough <laughs> I, money – I what? believe you mean buttfuck that. Yeah, buttfuck that. Seriously, <laughs> I shouldn't be cursing this much, but I'm so mad about this right now. I'm also mad at the fact that I'm playing two shows in the next two weeks, and, you know, the the opening band that has no following whatsoever is the last band that's playing. Why? I don't know. When you ask Oh, him, and then add, add that your, one of your co-hosts isn't even going to show you support and go. Yeah. That's no. not my fault. What the fuck? You're not showing support. Go fucking take a train to, to fucking... Maybe he was going to surprise me. 
Yeah. Doubt Thanks that. a lot, Brandon. Yeah, now that okay. Ruined surpri- now that Listen, you ruined this surprise, I'm not even going to do it. I'm sorry. You Chris. know 100% Dave is not going to be surprising Chris, anybody. Chris, I'm anything. sorry that he had to do that to you. I was going to show right. up, but now because he spoiled it, there's really no point. I apologize. No. Thanks. How's it my fault? That Thanks a lot, Brandon. How's it Thanks my fault lot. that before they announced tour dates, I got tickets to see Kid Rock? And I have no way to get out to Corum. No, we're playing in Belmore. I have. I'm getting. I saw. I got tickets to see Kid Rock on that day. Why would you go see Kid Rock? Because it's bah, fucking Kid Rock. Why would I not want to see Kid Where Rock? Where are you playing in Belmore? We're playing at uh, the Belmore uh, Pool Hall. Oh. And what day? Uh, June 29th. June 29th. Yep, we're playing with uh, our friends in Beyond Visible, uh, this band Perverse, and this band called Dragon's Bane that just writes songs about dragons and stuff. I thought you were playing with Creed. Yeah, we're playing with Creed 2, and I'm going to go on the stage <laughs> and hang myself in front of Scott Stapp and tell him this is what you're doing to me. You know what's really fucked up that you just said that? It's June 21st. Yeah, it's first day of summer. <laughs> uh, June 21st, 2007 was probably the weekend that that all went down with Benoit. Whoa, 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 Brandon. Whoa, who, hey, yeah, who's hey, that? Hey, I come on. Brandon, no, no, Brandon, who you shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Waka waka. Lance Storm takes the first shout-out, much like CM Punk last week, uh, for a tweet. And the tweet was from Tuesday night, and it said, Hashtag rejected WWE team names. Randy Orton and Mark Henry. Team sexual predator. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's awesome! Yeah. So, uh, do you guys watch to catch a predator at all? Yeah, of course. Oh, Who doesn't? No. Why, why, why don't you have? So you came over here and you brought a box of cupcakes and a glass of wine. What? What, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> I like. I like it. the guy brings McDonald's over. It's like, what's what's in the bag? It's like there's McDonald's in the bag with a Big Mac. Why, why is there a Big Mac? It's like. But anyway, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart takes the second shout-out. This past week, John Oliver, who is taking over for Stewart during the summer, was talking about how he's pissed at Zeb Coulter. And uh, then Mick Foley came out and basically said that he's pissed at Zeb Coulter, too. And then... Uh, Wait, who's taking... John Stewart's John. not on it? No, he's directing a movie this summer, so John Oliver's taking over. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Mick Foley, Mick Foley and John Oliver basically spoke about how they're pissed at Zeb Coulter. I thought it was funny. You could check it out on Comedy Central's website, I'm sure. And just to top off my last shout-outs with something sweet, Ben & Jerry's Cherry Garcia gets the last shout-out because it's so good and I don't care. It is actually pretty Woo-hoo. good. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I, I haven't. I really haven't eaten so many Ben and Jerry flavors. I only first had Ben and Jerry's a few years ago, maybe one or two years ago. When you, when you tweeted about them, and they started, oh, I started. Yes, they, they follow me. And uh, Cherry Garcia, I tried it, and they're simply my favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. My favorite. Have, have you have like a guess, late I, night late night snack? Absolutely fucking disgusting. Oh, I think it's great because you have that. Nice- I like Jimmy Flat Jimmy Fallon. I. Can't stand the ice cream flavor. Or the American Dream is pretty good too. American Dream was uh, delicious. I tried it. I don't it. know. I, I'm a big fan of the Cherry uh, Cherry like Garcia chocolate. too. I like that chocolate. and the strawberry cheesecake. Strawberry cheesecake is another good one that they have. Um, the red velvet is pretty good. Never I still had haven't had it. I don't think I have not. Yeah, I've not had the red velvet. 
Good. Very good. So I love ice cream, though. Yeah. But uh, Chris, your match of the week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's um. Yeah. So good. Uh, good shout-outs, Brandon. And uh, let's get into it uh, yet again. We didn't talk about it before the show. It's our. Out moment of the week. Being in the same room as Demi Lovato. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, he just he just Kanye Wested us. What does that mean? Kind of just. I didn't say yo yo. Wait, you're say, seriously in the room. You're seriously in the same room as Demi Lovato. Yeah, and Simon Cowell and Kelly Rowland and Paulina. Brandon was just like, "Hey, Demi Lovato, check out my boner." That's no, exactly then I never said that. Said. All right, yep, yeah, so. that just takes cake. I don't even want to talk about Mark Abbott. No, just no, 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 no. No, and first of all, what do you mean by kanye you? I didn't say, like, yo, Kanye and Kim, I know you have a good baby, but Beyonce did it so much better. Yeah, Northwest, what the fuck is that? Yeah, Northwest, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, did we already discuss this on the show? I think we did. Yeah, we did. That was so, that, Yeah, that kind of started off the show. I think collectively Rob Van Dam was the Mark Abbott moment of the week. That, yeah. That CM Punk coming back, I got a huge smile on my face. I, I didn't mark out for CM Punk, but the Rob Van Dam, I was not expecting, so that really it's caught me off guard. Yeah, he just wasn't expecting it. Just like, boom, down and down, and one of a kind. And you're like, holy shit, Rob hey, Van Dam. Hey. I was at New Kids on the Block. Then. And Brandon actually tells people this in public. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being at New Kids on the Block. It was a free concert that I went to. I went to it for free, I should say. It wasn't a free concert. I went to it for free. Boys to Men were there. You can't deny the fucking incredible vocal abilities of – that's not even a real word, I don't the think. Vocal abilities. Vocal abilities, yeah. I don't know. Of Boys to Men, they're f- phenomenal. 98 Degrees was there. Didn't think I knew any 98 Degrees songs, and turns out I knew a lot of them, which was sad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It wasn't like what I expected, though. There wasn't like – Young girls screaming for new kids on the block. They were like thirty-year-olds screaming well, that's for new kids on the block. Because everybody that listened to <laughs> new kids on the which, block were are thirty-year, were th- are thirty now. Yeah, which makes like, it makes sense. Like as like everyone's walking by, I'm like, this chick's thirty-five. This chick's definitely thirty-two. She's thirty. Didn't Wahlberg like make out with some chick? Yeah, well, I, I was so confused by that. Donnie Wahlberg just made out with a fan on the like he leaned over the stage and just made out with her. Must I was be like, nice. I thought somebody proposed in the audience because I was just sitting down. I don't give a shit about new kids on the block. I'm just listening to the music, whatever. And then all of us, what do you mean must be nice? You want to make out Donnie Wahlberg? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, hey now. All right, yeah. So on that note, let's think on that note. Yeah. Let's put a a fork in the show because we're done. Markingout.com, Facebook.com slash Markingout, Twitter.com slash Markingout. Subscribe to us on iTunes and also listen to us on Stitcher Radio. Uh, go, also, go back and watch Ringside Reactions. Yeah, we still haven't talked about the third episode. Maybe I'll uh, mention that to Franklin tomorrow night when he comes to see my show, my band play. I have no way of getting to Corum, New York. There, when there's a will, there's a way, and there's no will for you, Brandon. There is no oh, way. Oh, yeah, roasted. You got no will, motherfucker. I, of course I don't have a will. I'm 24 years old. I have a will. Well, you have a wife. Yeah, I also, I also have uh, life insurance. 
I've had life insurance since I was 18 years old. When there's a will, there's a wife. No, yeah, well, I'm still under my parents' life insurance, I think. Oh, jeez. Anyway, that- uh, no. Also, Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out, uh, RingRopeRebellion.com. Thank you for making our theme music. Nick Matojo didn't shout him out at the beginning of the show, but we should shout him out now because he is excellent. Does he still listen? I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I hope so. But he has a shirt. He's a brother. Go check that out. And anyway, for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Good. Um, I recently put in something in regards to a connecting door, and they're going to have maintenance come over to fix it. Maintenance. I was wondering if maintenance was able to do that yet today, or if they plan on doing that today. I guess the door leads to a realm I do not want to be at. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah, okay, so, th- so I should plan on sticking around my room and whatnot. There's come everywhere. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Also, I'm seeing here that they wanted to double check about fixing my lock on my door, if uh, the chain lock on my door, if they could come before 2 p.m. Monday to Friday. Um, are you Are you familiar with all this, or should I uh, give a call back? Okay. So so. All right. Well, if anything, I'll just give a call back, or if maintenance is going going to be those are the people that i should be speaking to right in regards to time frame okay okay so then whenever they get here i'll I'll, i could also just deal with them with them whenever they're here okay all right um thank you very much for the update